I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. I'm a little under the weather. Weather. I'm not wetter. Cheers, Kev. Cheers, buddy. You're you're under the weather? I'm I'm under the weather, too. What are the odds? A little cold. A little congestion. Not sure if it's going to come through the microphone, but... Um, yeah, it's, it's one, it, maybe it's a 72 hour thing. I mean, it's Wednesday and I've ha- definitely had it since Monday. So we're going to hope it's just a 72 hour thing. Um, oh, I've had mine since Sunday. I woke up Sunday morning and I thought you ever like wake up in the morning and like your throat just hurts. You're like, but it's probably just how you slept. So like, you know, like an hour later you feel fine. I mean, yes, but I also got banged up Saturday night. So, I mean, when I woke up, oh, what did you do Saturday? Why were you getting so banged up? So it was my cousin John's 40th birthday party. So Bud Lights must have been flowing. Dude, Bud Lights. And it was like, it was almost like Pitbull was there because all of a sudden it was just like fireball. It was, no, it was, it was a great time. We went to the truck bar um, on the Berlin. I'm pretty sure it's on the Berlin Turnpike or right off. Um, Dude, it's sick. I would definitely go back there. Um, They've got. Um, what's it called the truck bar the truck bar and they've okay, got never heard um, a stage for live music um that was bumping <laughs> they've got 10 rows of cornhole and it's like wow. regulation cornhole so you're like 30 feet apart yeah yeah it's a big fucking place it's it's a big place um it's got to be like almost a warehouse <laughs> it, it reminded me of like a chicago sam's Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. And I mean, it might even be bigger, but I remember being in there because they also have a couple like back rooms for like they rented out the room for like where they could have cake and 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 all that good stuff. But um, so they had cornhole, which I I apparently have never played regulation cornhole in my life because Kev, it was so far away. It was like it I've was always under, wondered how far it actually is. It was like 32 feet. I'm pretty sure they told us. Okay. Which so doesn't 10 yards? seem that far, but let me just say this. Every time, like for the first game, you kept throwing, or like maybe during practice, but no, even during the games, there were a lot where I just hit the front of the board. And I'm just like, I really thought that I threw that pretty good. Um, yeah. And then the other thing is, since it's so far away, you really have to throw it straight. And I oh, know yeah. that sounds like basic, but I got, we John and I were winning. We were on a run. I was on the left side. A veteran comes in, says, you and John have to play on opposite sides. and I, Or oh, you have to play on the same side of the board. And I was like, well, that's ridiculous. I'm over here winning from this side. So I get moved over to the right-hand side. Then I'm using my right hand to toss. I'm crossing it over my body oh, to get oh. to the board. Kev, it was it was brutal. It was brutal. I hate. I know exactly what you're talking about. I hate when that happens when I'm playing cornhole. If I'm yeah. like all of a sudden on a different side now, like you get used to one of them and then, yeah. oh, man. So, um. So the cornhole was really cool. Um, they also have what's the big board with like salt on it, and you like roll like, like shuffleboard. But yeah, on the, so they on had a couple tables, shuffleboard yeah. tables. They had pool tables. They have like um, basketball hoops. Like it's like also a kind of arcade. Like there's all arcade. It's like an adult version of like Dave and Buster's almost. Well, there aren't video games like shoot 'em up video games. They're like the most yeah. video game thing that I would say would be like. Maybe uh, I I don't know if there was ski ball, um, but like maybe something along those lines or like the arcade like basketball. But yeah, besides that, it was all like actual things like a shuffleboard or a pool table. So like there was a yeah. lot of things to do. The that's cool. Um, 
I Ubered home, but as I as I'm getting, I almost forgot to cash out. I go there, and my tab was only forty bucks. Um, I was like, this, unbelievable. Yeah, this bar's great. This bar's great. Um, and you don't have to go play back. or not play. You don't have to pay for like any of the like cornhole. You can just go play or no. So you you rent out the the area or the lanes, I guess we'll call them. Um, okay, and that was done by John's wife. Uh, I'm assuming we had it for a couple hours because they rented it out, whatever. I'm sure it's a separate cost. But when I walked in, there were guys sitting at the front table and I just I I looked at them and they looked at me and I just walked right by them. Uh, And then come to find out, like, apparently there's a cover. And I was like, I'm not paying a cover. My uncle John, who's like 70 fucking years old. No, maybe like mid to high 60s. He's like, oh, I didn't see the cover. I was like, you're not paying a cover. I'm sorry. You are not paying a cover. There's got to be a senior free discount. Like it, that's absolutely Dude, absurd. I haven't been to a bar. Like I wouldn't pay a cover at this point in my life. It's tough. So I would agree with you if we were going like if someone's like, oh, let's go to this bar in Hartford. Oh, there's a $10 cover tonight. Or like if we were like right down the road. Hey, let's go into here. $10 yeah. cover. Yeah. You know, probably not. If we're only going to stay here for a drink, I'm not going to pay a cover to get in. And right. I don't want to most of the places that charge cover it's not the environment that i want well that's kind of more what i'm like this place sounds odd that they're charging a cover but if they're using that cover for like basically that like rental cost or whatever yeah it was that's a, what's going it was on. a wide range of people there like there were definitely people in their 40s but there were also definitely a lot of people in their 20s like getting banged up just they probably live close or it's on the burlington turnpike definitely a few uh fake ids in there Uh, oh my god so yes this (laughs) i uh, we're standing at at the bar and me and john grab a um a couple bud lights and there are these girls right in front of us and i'm just like you've got to be fucking kidding me like how old am i they looked like they were 16 years old just drinking white claws and i was like whatever whatever um so short answer, your battle. Yeah, yeah, no, it was just it was absurd. <laughs> I, I turned the, the thing to do is you just do a 180, you turn another the other way and you just enjoy your bro. Um, yeah. But overall, it was a great time. Uh, I would definitely go back. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot longer of a throw than I thought. I thought I was playing legit cornhole. I, I, I learned. Dude, isn't it interesting how like when you get given distances in different contexts it seems like that's basically 10 yards like on the golf course that seems so short but like because it's cornhole you're like it's so fucking far away and i think that all the time when i'm thinking about like a football field i'm like you know like i would think that like like you ever think about golf holes in terms of football fields yes but like oh (laughs) that's a par five that's five football fields i'm never running 40 yard well i'll cut it short no i'm not breaking a 100 yard there's no way i'm running 40 yards anywhere unless like my cart the battery dies and it's rolling down a hill and i for some reason yeah. it's a, not a steep hill because if it was steep the cart's gonna beat me um but yeah i but i think of that when it's like oh it was a 60 yard pass I'm like yeah, that ball didn't go anywhere uh, right like, Dude, i'm even thinking bomb. in like, terms of like looking at it like sometimes i'll be looking at like a football field and i'm like see this would be like a short par three but this looks kind of long right now you know what i mean yeah. like it's, weird. it's just different there were a couple uh, not a couple it was a while ago maybe 10 15 years ago they had phil mickelson on monday night football uh he was hitting from one end zone and he like the goal was like hit it through the goalposts of the or land it in the other end zone yeah well, he, he like shanks it like he 
like I, I th- the announcer like started saying that I think it was like in Denver or something like that. He was like, yeah. well, he probably didn't adjust for the altitude there, Jim. And it, it, like, I just remember watching it and be like, that was pathetic. Like he, he didn't plan this out. Like th- th- that, that was a chip shot. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. Here? I wonder if that's one that like the target was so big, you know how they always say like in golf, like you want a, you want to pick like a very specific target. I wonder if that was one that was just like, just get it in the end zone. And it was just too big of a target. And he just completely choked on it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I also mean, doesn't make sense. Cause just pick the goalpost as a target, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I do remember that. Um, I'm, I don't defend Phil anymore. Phil's basically yeah, lost all credibility over the last he's year. He's off so. his rocker. He's off his rocker. Um, Oh, yeah. But what's up? What's up, man? What's up with you? How was how was the week? What's going on? Um, the week was good. Week was good. I uh, I think I was I was telling you before we started recording. I regripped a few of my clubs uh, oh, right before you and I started recording here, so that was nice. Uh, got away to Vermont over the weekend. Did some snowboarding. Stayed at a little bed and breakfast type situation. Which, by the way, I didn't talk to you about this. Have you ever stayed in a bed and breakfast? Are we talking about like it's a legit like, like legit house? like a legit like so this is like some old converted mansion in vermont it was actually like really sick like it was like legit like at the top of this hill you had a sick view or whatever but like i've never really stayed at a bed and breakfast before meaning um, dude so it was interesting so um we get in there and the guy greets us is like literally like walking with us from like the front door to like this front t- like it wasn't even like a check-in desk like you would have at a hotel it was just legit like a little table that he had pushed up against the wall i'm like okay i mean the First of all, like this place was like a legit mansion, like yeah. on their website, like three different presidents have stayed there. We stayed in a room called the Gordon Ramsay room because Gordon Ramsay had been there and stayed there. And that was the room he stayed in. So he got a name, um, but it was really weird. So it was this guy, Andy. He's telling us all about the place. He's getting us checked in. He walks us up to our room, like lets us into our room, gives us like a tour, like explaining it or whatever. I'm like, OK, cool, cool. Um starts talking to us about what what's for breakfast in the morning and like if you want to do this you gotta let us know by this time or whatever he's like we have like a pub it stays open until now i'm like all right all right this is like a lot going on but he's given us a lot of information like wicked nice guy but like won't stop talking um so like we're checked in at like four o'clock we go out to dinner um come back and andy's the one running the pub like doing the bar or whatever so he lets us in i'm like okay one man shot well that's what i get like we get up to the room and I look More at Julia and I'm like, bitch. I'm like, I feel like Andy is kind of like the butler for Mr. Deeds. I was <laughs> he's just, just, just going to be the guy that just keeps showing up. And then he's so like all Saturday, he's wearing like these like big loose track pants and just like a little like pullover, like a crew crew neck sweatshirt, essentially. I get up in the morning, like before breakfast, go down to get a coffee or whatever. And I get to the bottom of the stairs and all of a sudden Andy just like walks out of the side door. He's like, Hey, good morning. How are you? And I'm like, fuck, this guy is Mr. Deeds Butler right now. Like this, is, are you, do you know John Tortoro? Is this you? Like, what's going on here? That it was me. really weird. We kept, yeah, ex- I've been saying that all weekend. Um, and we were just saying like, it's kind of like, instead of staying at a hotel, it's kind of just like going and staying with your parents at some nice ass house. <laughs> Cause so, like, they're like, Oh, how was dinner? Like, it's like, what's going on? It was yeah. a really weird experience. So, Number one, is there a bathroom in your bedroom? We had our own bathroom in our bedroom, yes. Okay, all right, all right. That was my one concern as soon as we walked in there. Yeah, because that's what I always think about when, I mean, most of the time they're either in mansions or huge, like, Victorians. And, like, so yeah. the, the rooms are going to be big, so maybe they've figured that out. But that is always one thing I've wondered about Airbnbs, because or not Airbnbs, um, 
Airbnb. I've been saying we've been saying that too. We we said Airbnb probably fifty times this weekend. We said Airbnb. I mean, Ben Breakfast. And, <laughs> like, you know, really and bad. it's bullshit because there's no there's no extra B with the air. I mean, they give you a bed, but there's no breakfast provided. You like no. It, it it'd be like air b uber b if it's, they wanted it's false to false advertising check out by 11 b yeah no i i agree um that's cool that definitely sounds fun so when you guys what like did he cook your meals like was there a restaurant like were you yeah, eating so people were there tables separate were you eating it family style at a big table no so it wasn't like the big it wasn't like the big family style table i was partially expecting that but no so um the night before he's like we have so like they it's not like buffet style breakfast like they like make you your plate so like the night before yeah. he's like what time right, do you think you're do. gonna come down for dinner so we're like 8 45 so like they make your breakfast to be ready at 8 45 so yep. i go down there he's like oh yeah we have you guys in the dining room we had our own little two two person table glasses of orange juice were already out there for us Fresh it wasn't please. like they had a menu it's just i have no idea i didn't ask um, they didn't have a menu. It was just like whatever was for breakfast that day was breakfast that day. So like they brought it out. It was like this little like omelet thing, some sausage, a yogurt parfait, and some toast. It was great. Um, it was just like such a different experience. I, I don't That's know how wild. else to explain. I mean, it was it, it was, was it unique. Quiet? Was it super quiet? Very quiet, dude. So like there was, I think there was eighteen total rooms, and there couldn't have been more than like four rooms worth of people staying there. Um, but it was like it was quiet but like you could hear things so like the people like you could hear people walking around upstairs yeah. like when people walked down the hallway like you could hear the like people got home at like 12 30 at night when, the night we were there and like i heard they like they like woke me up like i heard them like walking down the hallway and i was like this is different That's um, so like yeah, it was, it the, the locks on the doors are they doors like that have skeleton keys or are they like so how safe did no you it was a, a it was, a, that was i, I felt i felt safe because there was a key and there was a uh there was like old school handles on them like definitely like some of like the original handles but they also had deadbolts on the doors you could yeah deadbolts help deadbolts help i had we had two deadbolts so i did both just to be yeah I, no i i dude i i, I mean all you would need to do is not do that and then two travelers were murdered in their sleep because they didn't lock their door. Well, I mean, yeah, why didn't they lock their door? No, so like you guys Exactly. You're right. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. So it was a unique experience. I I would go again though. It was it was I mean, just like I mean, when you go stay somewhere, like how often are you really staying? Like how often are you hanging out in the hotel when you're like going to stay somewhere? Like you're always like you're out you're somewhere to go do something. You're not somewhere to stay in your hotel. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you're, the hotel's kind of for sleeping, getting ready to go somewhere, coming back in the intermediary. Mm -hmm. um, unless it's like a suite, and then you're like, it's raining out, we can chill here. But yeah, yeah. no, the hotel room, yeah, it's not where I'm going to be spending most of my time. Yeah, so that was my weekend. How, uh, how about you, man? Anything good? Yeah, see, guys, this is a prime example of Kevin not listening to me. So, went to John's Saturday, truck bar. Oh! <laughs> no. Um, I so wasn't, that, I don't know why I wasn't connecting that that was over the weekend. Well, no, it's, it's absolutely fine. I, I, I get it a lot in my life. My mother never listens to me either. Um, but Sunday I spent a lot of time on the couch, hung out with Charlotte. Uh, we were watching a lot of the Arnold Palmer invitational, which was a wild finish. I mean, such, I mean, it was a great finish and I really have to thank Victor Hovland for falling apart on the last couple holes because what that did is it pushed him uh down into 10th place i believe 
or it it moved it yes and then that got keegan bradley into a tie for 10th so like he was really helping my team out overall and i'm sure that cost him about eight hundred thousand dollars um putting that ball in the water um you know whose no, team way, it didn't help out brian i'm sure it did not i'm sure it did, it did not. not help out my team and i'm sure him three putting on 18 didn't help either i do so i couldn't even watch I didn't have access to a TV at this point, like all oh, Saturday no. and Sunday. I didn't watch any of the API. Oh, no. um, but I was just, I kept refreshing my ESPN app because I saw this leaderboard and I was like, what is happening down there in Florida? Yeah. There it, was it, like eight guys at seven under and the leader at eight under. And I'm like, anything could happen right now. Yeah. It was a, it was a crazy finish. I mean, hats off to Kurt Kitayama. I had a ticket for Rory. Um, so I'm not really pleased about that. I was really hoping to, cash my third winner of the year um not on my bets one but it is, oh yeah and kevin and i each went over three on our bets uh i had lowry other speed fino over sung jm and then rory top 20 which was good but then parlayed with woodland top 40 and he didn't even make the cut so that was trash and then you had fitzpatrick over hatton burns over zalatoris and then homa over rory rom Scheffler, and xander and i don't know if you beat anybody uh in that group besides Sam. I think he beat Rom. Oh yeah. Because Rom had a sick Thursday and then shot like four over on Friday. Dude, it it was crazy. And now and now Rom like paired up against Rory is plus odds for, for this tournament. I mean he's he's nobody now. He's he's absolutely nobody. I, I saw mean, that too and I was like this seems like a trap to me. <laughs> it's, I mean it's ridiculous. I almost want to take him plus money but I also kind of don't because I have Rory on my team and I don't want to bet bet against Rory. But also when I think about that, it's like, well, if I bet against him, I could win my bet if he plays like shit and I won't feel bad because I'll win my bet. But then if he plays good, that'll be good right. for me and I won't feel as bad about the lose lost bet. But so it's a tough, it's a tough line to walk. But um yeah, no, the tournament was great. I ended up coming in first, squeaking out a win. Not squeaking out. I mean, my team was dominant. I had Keegan, Ricky Fowler, and Rory just and Tagala had a, a top 14 finish. Um, just crushing it. Uh Nate didn't even place. He came in fourth and he had the winner, Kurt Kiriyama. It was a rough one. I feel horrible for him, but his team just didn't show up. He had half as many birdies as the you know the winning squads did, and that's just not gonna get it done. It's uh it's unfortunate. Um, that's crazy. I can't believe like we haven't had that. I, I think you were saying like we have nah. had people that have won first place that didn't come in first place. We've never had someone come in first place and not like at least place in the top three. Yeah. And those instances would have mostly been the other person had more top tens and more birdies. So they're also getting, you know, the, the winning the points there. Um, But yeah, wild week. I'm pumped for this week. We've got the players championship really excited about, but hold on, Kev, before we get to the players um, on the broadcast this weekend, um, yeah, I know you didn't see it, but they, yeah, so I'd talking, love to hear they were talking about how Webb Simpson doesn't carry a six iron. Have you heard about this? Oh, I haven't heard about this. Does he carry a five iron? So it's so he carries a five and a half iron and, and a seven and a half iron and a bent down seven and a half iron. Interesting. What well, do we know? What did they explain why? So I, you know, I did a little research. Um, 
unique to Simpson set is a five and a half iron, which is actually a five iron head that was bent weak in order to properly fill his yardage gaps. At the 2022 Players Championship, Simpson explained to Golf WRX why he uses a weaker five iron. Because I need a fourth wedge, pussy. And the only way to do that for me was to take a club out. So I just weakened my five iron and strengthened my seven iron. Because I had to take a club out. I would have a gap between my six and my four. I'm going to have a gap no matter what. But it made a 15-yard gap between eight to seven and seven to five. So it's not too bad. That's That's interesting. It's psychotic. I mean, I can... I, I, I guess, like in thinking of like your least hit clubs, I guess I can see how that makes sense because I feel like those, like those, like between mid and long irons are like the least, I don't, it's just like really interesting that that would happen. Like, why does he need a fourth wedge? Like, what's he doing that? Well, it's just, it's one of those things where no one else on tour does it that like, you never hear something. What do you think? Six iron? No, I don't care that. Wait, what? I want it's like what's he doing? Like I want to know what the fourth wedge is so and why Web did he Simpson need it so bad? Is also like the hundredth ranked player in the world right now. He's not playing very well. Maybe right. he needs a six iron. Maybe like, this is this is a mental block for him. Like to I, he's also not like he's not like a long player. No, no, which not. is further confusing me about why he wants the fourth wedge, but. I don't know. I mean, he's on tour and I'm not. So maybe he, he yeah. must know something I don't know, right? I, yeah, I just thought it was super weird. Um, That's wicked. We- like, such an odd... I mean, and I don't know. I don't like to call... Like, the lofts of whatever your iron is is, like, the Wild West these days because there's, like, the purists that want the, like, original lofts and that, like... Like, a pitching wedge can be anywhere from, I don't know, like, 48 degrees down to, like, 44 degrees, I'm pretty sure, at this point in our life. So, yeah. um, it's just... It's just weird. I don't know. Doesn't he have like an awkward distance gap from his like between? Because does he have a four iron too? Like yeah, now, but, now is like his. <laughs> oh, I guess that would kind of make up for that, though. I don't. Me, but, I don't even know what to think about this. You're you're twisting my brain into a pretzel. Yeah, essentially, he said he's going to have a gap either way. Yeah. All right. Okay, Webb. Whatever you say. I don't know. Um, that was crazy, but yeah, not as crazy as I was doing a little research because mm-hmm. I saw on Instagram that Liv is trying to like have their own sort of 16th hole like waste management at their next um at their okay. next tournament or at their next event. Yeah. So I just popped online. I was like, oh, I wonder where that is. It's going to be in Tucson, Arizona. So I was like, oh, yeah, go figure. But yeah. anyways, I was looking down the list of their events and I just clicked on one of them. I clicked on Chicago and it was like purchase tickets, um, purchase tickets for the club 54 purchase tickets to be in this booth, be yeah. just be on the grounds. And then it gave you an option to be in the pro-am. Like you can just literally just buy a ticket to be. So obviously I clicked on it and it's an a thousand dollar deposit. what a thousand dollar deposit and next to it it says it you know all the legal terms about this is a deposit you'll not be selected or if you're not selected you'll get your money back but if you are selected um 
we don't have the final tally of what this is really going to cost. So we estimate that it'll probably be between seven and $12,000. Just to play? In the Pro-Am. That is insanity. That's wild. Um, but that's how they're trying to recoup all their costs. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But like, if you think about someone, I don't know, I like $12,000 isn't a very big expense for some not large company, like companies that aren't that large. Like that does give people the opportunity to like, go play with Dustin Johnson and go play with Brooks Kepka. You'd probably get paired up with Chase Kepka. Not going to lie. Like, yeah. Um, or like Taylor Gooch, but he'd be like, guys. This is like Ryder Cup, you know, experience right now. And we'd be like, Cooch, did you ever go to the Ryder Cup? Like, as a fan, as a fan, I got uh, to see it on TV. Yeah, it was... I bet they don't even have, like, like their their pro-am has just got to be, like, four groups out there. Because, like, you know not all the guys are playing in it. And as it is, they only have, what, 48 guys they're, that play? They're obligated. They're contractually obligated to play in these pro-ams. All of them? Yeah. So oh. they... um what it said is you play nine hole, you'll play the front nine with one pro and then you'll play the back nine with another pro. And okay. I, I was just curious, like who moves on? Like, is that pro only playing nine holes or. Probably that's probably how they get them to do it. They just have like half the field play the first nine holes and then the second half yeah. play the second nine holes. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was a bit funny. Like that's hilarious. How much were tickets by the way? I don't even think I clicked on the ticket page. Probably like 35 bucks. I don't know. They don't. I would go to a live event. I Well, I would too. They, I just, I'm not going to go like super, super far out of my way to do so. And they're not. Is there not one in Boston again this year? No. I think there's one in Jersey. Um, I feel like I would like to go, like, I mean, watching professionals play golf and in the flesh is pretty cool in general. I would kind of just like to see what a live event looks like in person. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was funny because um, when I was looking this up on uh, or looking at it on Instagram and they had like, it was a digital image, um, you know, a concept and they had the, the, the stands where the people are going to sit and throw beer from and be too close. Yeah. So people get free drops. And all the comments were like, it's so accurate while the, why the stands are empty. And like, it was all sort of things like, how are you going to pay people to like go to the, like it was, That's it unbelievable. was just really funny. And I do disagree with that. I, I, I believe that people go to these events. I don't believe it's anything to what um, they say it, it is. But like, if you're talking about like sitting in a grandstands where there's like, like yeah, things like that, but it's, Oh, so club, uh, 54 was $450 a ticket for one day. Yeah, I assume so. Okay. Um, all right. So we've got Tucson, then Orlando, uh, eight at, at stupid. Adelaide in Australia, uh, Singapore, oh. Tulsa, DC, Valderrama, Spain, I, was London, say, I think that's in Spain. Green Greenbrier. Where's the old white Greenbrier? Isn't Greenbrier in North Carolina? That might be right. Bedminster, Chicago. Like, why wouldn't you tell me where the fuck Bedminster is? It's it's a Trump National Golf Course. Yeah, I was going to say it's Trump Bedminster. It just says USA. I think that's New Jersey. Oh yeah, is it? 
I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you have one thing. You look up something, why don't you? Uh, um, then we've got. It's just it's odd that it doesn't say where it is. I don't know. No, I agree. Like it's like the other. The next one says Chicago. Like clearly, it's in Chicago. Actually, yeah, of course, yet to be confirmed. Yeah, Trump. Uh, Bedminster is in Bedminster, New Jersey. A lot of Trump courses. Then they're in Miami. Yeah, I think Trump they have three course. Trump courses that they're playing this year or something like Trumpy. that. Trumpy's I wonder how far I am from there. From where? Jersey? From Trump Bedminster. Two and a half hour drive. That's not too bad. What we should do, Brian, is we should go down there, go to Saturday, and uh, play golf on the drive back. Um, a what birdie, is it? A birdie shack, which gives you exclusive access to the birdie shack, a, cov- a covered open air venue with great views over the course. Um, the package includes a live DJ bar and party vibes. I, I don't know how you sell that. Uh, drink coupons and an item of live golf branded swag. No, thank you. Um, how much is the it? Birdie Shack tickets are 165 to 230. The gallery club is 295 to 395, and then club 54 is 750 to 850. What about just like general admission? Free, uh, it doesn't say how much it costs, but. You can't like buy tickets. It it says register if you're interested. So weird. Okay. Um, well, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe you'll find me at um, like they can't even sell tickets. Like, are you right. kidding me? They like you can't. If you'd like tickets, just that's how that's how you know that there's so little people trying to go to these events that they don't even have like a portal set up for you to buy them. It's like, all right, if you're interested in grounds passes, um, send us all your information. So we'll put you in a database and then someone will reach out to you after your name is put into an Excel file. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> this seems like a mom and pop shop right now. I Like, what is going on here? I... I'm just so intrigued by like I can see live not being operational after like like they might only play up until Tulsa and May you know like they might not have half these tournaments this year yeah that that may be why they're not selling to yeah you're, you're yeah um I don't know man I might I might go to Bedminster that might be worth the drive I it would uh August 11th to 13th. Yeah, it's so weird. Register interest. What the fuck? Like, I, I, I that's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I, right. Like... Who does the, register interest? Like, oh, oh, never mind. Oh, yeah, right. So you can only, I think you're right, Kev, because in the top right portion of the website, if you click buy tickets, it just brings you to Tucson and it'll say ground pass from $30 to $39. Buy now. First of all, why would you What's buy the extra nine dollars? Yeah, exactly. I bet one of them's a discount because who would pay, if it's grounds? Grounds pass is thirty plus dollars. Grounds pass for fairway. Grounds. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't read. Grounds pass for Friday. Grounds pass for Saturday, Sunday, Uh-oh. or a three day ground pass. Um, so thirty bucks for Friday, thirty five for Saturday, thirty nine for Sunday. They need that extra four dollars. Bad. Fuck it, man. I might go. I might go to Bedminster. Um, I'll play some golf in New Jersey. Maybe I'll play the Pro-Am. The Pro-Am. I'll put in a deposit. <laughs> so a whole group, we offer limited Pro-Am spots. Um, oh, I'm still in Tucson. 
hospitality tickets will be included for the weekend. So, Kev, if you have a threesome, it's only $18,000 or $7,500 per spot. I mean, that's yeah, not that just, bad. Yeah, yeah. We can I mean, write that right off, right? I mean, yeah, write it right out of my bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, enough of enough of a live. Enough live. Shit. Um, I just can't imagine live being a thing come 2024. But I'm I don't know. I'm also just curious to see what what happens with it. So, um, what what should we get into now, Brian? What should we get into now? I know we have other things to talk about. Do um. I know we, we came prepared with our course recommendations for the four majors. I know we got to talk about our picks for we this can, upcoming weekend. Yeah. What do you want to get into? Yeah, we can we can definitely talk about where we're uh the golf we planning uh, we plan on doing for the majors. I'm 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 open to that. I, I picked out um I picked out four courses. Um I have I haven't played any of them. Uh, oh, that's a that's a fun fact. You have not played any of the four courses that you selected. Yeah, I just I I mean YOLO, right? Um, yeah, that's awesome. So let's let's provide some context here. So we're planning on playing four majors this year, correct? You and at I, least, at least, at least. Well, we'll have we'll, we'll we'll play more than four rounds, hopefully, but we'll have at least four majors. Yeah, you're right. Um, we're gonna have each one at a separate venue. And like, so where did we play the majors last year? We played the ranch. We played TPC. Beth Page. Uh, Beth Page. And Tacoa, which oh, Tacoa was, was, was bullshit because we said like, if we're going to play, we got to play at like a nice course. Like we're going to pay like some extra money to go play a nice course. We're going to play the majors. So um, we've both come with four courses that we think are viable options i i i think so i mean i i mean they, they seem to be pretty good from the the you know public course rankings that i was checking out and yeah so i mean i'm i'm, yeah. I'm pretty confident in the list i i think that we are gonna have at least one overlap i'm confident in one i don't know which one but i think we're we, there's a chance that we pick one that so is- i think we are going to have Oh, actually, you gave me some hints. So you said you have, what, three in Massachusetts and one in New York, right? Yeah. Okay. So I was going to say I thought we were going to have two overlap. But now I think we're just going to have one knowing that information. Um, so I know we're, we're going to have four majors. But give me your first course. All right. The first course, um, I went with Crump and Fox. Okay, that was one of my courses. That was actually my last. So I ordered mine in like order of the year, oh, thinking Jesus. like we would have like a, a spring, summer, late summer, fall. I was going to say playing Crump and Fox in the fall would be sick. Like final major of the year. Whatever you want, Kev. Whatever you want. I, I've never played there. I have no idea. Me neither. Um, I, um, boom. All right. So I and that was the one. The only one that I think we're going to have the same. That's that's exactly what I thought we were going to have the same. We've been saying we wanted to play there. Um, so. so then the next course, Pine Hills Golf Course. This is a Jack Nicholas design uh, in Plymouth, Massachusetts. I've never even heard of this place. Yeah, this. I mean, it's it's a gem. It's a gem. So then number three, I went with TPC Boston. I realize it's not in Boston, but yeah, I figure we'll get out there. I had a uh, feeling that's what you're going to say. And then 
Number four, Trump Golf Course in Ferry Point, New York. Oh, that was one that I thought you might have picked. I was also thinking of picking Trump Ferry Point. Um, so I'm really glad that you shouted that out. I've been wanting to play there for quite some time. Have you ever like driven past it? Um, is it off the highway? It's like right next to, I don't know what, what bridge it is, but like when you're leaving New York, like coming back up north, you drive, you can like see it from the bridge. It looks immaculate, dude. It looks wicked nice. It's really fucking expensive. I think it's like 250 bucks to go play there. Yeah. And I mean, realistically, I, if I, I, I don't know if we're going to be playing all these courses. I was, I was hope like if we get to play one of them, I'm going to be hopeful. Um, yeah. It just, you know, sometimes it's not, not in the cards, but, um, Got it. Yeah, no, okay. I, 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 I felt, uh, I felt pretty strong about the list. It only took me about five minutes to come up with. I knew you were, uh, you know, grinding your teeth a little bit more on yours. Probably, I didn't realize that, you know, you we were looking at the fucking weather and the, the moon patterns and whatnot to make sure we were. Well, in the right area. so my biggest thing was I was trying to like find things that logistically would make sense for both of us to go to. Yeah, and if we were gonna have to make a somewhat of a trip, I was trying to make it so that like we had somewhat of an equal trip, but. Um, so Crump and Fox, I already said, I did put the ranch down just because I know we played there last year. Basically my stipulation was either we both have played the course or neither of us have played the course. I mean, the guy, I just, stipulations. Got I it. just love the ranch and I feel like it's a great, it's like perfect halfway point for you and I to meet up at. So, it's a really nice course. I, I like the ranch. I would go back. Um, yeah. The only issue I had with the ranch, Kev, uh, highly disappointed. Um, highly disappointed. There were no range balls uh, for the boys. Uh, oh we my were, god, I forgot we were, about like, that. Running out into the fairway, into the into the driving range to to gather balls and like so we could each hit four. Um, and another thing that let me down the the restaurant. You know, no no like real restaurant like a place like that. You're if you're gonna have a golf course that's that nice, like they have a restaurant. I want a higher what scale restaurant. I want. I I I just want more from it. What did you want? I don't know. Did I we go not, into the restaurant? I just remember looking at the menu and not being impressed. Oh, I I guess I've only been into the restaurant once and we just like had some beers after a round, but interesting. Okay, so no ranch. Um I'm also No, 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 no. I'm down <laughs> I'm down for the ranch. But I mean, we didn't always go somewhere else. I didn't eat. So Right. They 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 have the opportunity to impress me much. But Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Um, you yeah, were disappointed no, by the ranch. The, I would, I would go back to the ranch. The ranch, okay. the ranch was a good time. It was, it was expensive. You know what? It wasn't though. It wasn't actually expensive because Pat picked that tab up. That was yeah. Nelly, Nelly took care of the boys, which is is still awesome to this day. I, I, I was talking to Pat Tats about that the other day when we were walking uh, the par three. I was saying how baller that was of Nelly. Yeah, it was um, a flex. It was it was a flex. It was, like, I it, I got in the cart after I was, I was like kept like, do I need to Venmo him right now? Because like, if so, it might take like two to three days like for it to go through, and I'm not like I know the way that your bank account is set up. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so that was that was elite an elite time. I love the ranch. Um, and honestly, I just dropped it on there from the perspective of it's just easy for both of us to get to, to meet up, to play on a weekend. Um, my next course, I, I don't think you've played here, but I've heard amazing things about it. Great river in Milford. So 
I was go I I was, I was almost going to put that on my list. Um yeah. I did not I have not played it. Um I am certainly open to playing it. Um and your last course is it in New York? No, but it's also not in Connecticut or Massachusetts. All right. <laughs> Okemo Valley Golf Club in Vermont. Okemo Valley Golf Club. Man, let let me tell you, I don't. So, and the reason I put that on there is I was going to lobby to try to get like a foursome together. Just go up Friday night, wake up, play Saturday and go home. I know that's probably tough with the kid, but I, uh, I was trying to get creative with my, with my choices. Um, two and a half hours. Not bad. Um, no, I, I tried to go no more than th- like, so, um, great river for me is like two and a half hours. Um, what else is around here? I could always try to parlay it, you know? Oh yeah. So what, honestly, what would be a smooth move is if we went up, played Okemo and then Crump and Fox is just like on the drive home. You could play both in the same weekend or even the same day. Oh, I was saying parlay and bring my family and then have them go. Oh, I thought you were saying to parlay 36 holes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And on the way home. I mean, that's not a bad option, though. Stay. It would need to be like you golf Friday, stay over and then. No, but yeah, it would need like you'd kind of need to golf Friday, stay over and then golf on the way home. No, you could totally go up Friday get drunk or whatever, wake up early, play an early morning round at Okemo, start driving home, stop at Crumpin for your second 18 of the day in the afternoon, and then drive home. I mean, that's a lot of daylight we're talking about. They're not that far from each other. Oh, okay. They're made, um, like I would say they're probably an hour from each other. Oh, these oh, this is past Crumpin Crumpin Fo- New Hampshire, Nassau, New Hampshire. I know. I was seeing places in New Hampshire too. New Hampshire is tough for me to get to. You know who has who has great golf is Maine, dude. You know what? Maine's fucking huge. First of all, I'm just looking at a map. That like oh, dude, that's Maine's a, massive. That's a dude. big state. Um, I like is um this Fox Run golf course. Is this a uh, Fox Hopyard? No. When I looked up. Okay. Or um, Crump and Fox, I mean? No, it says Fox Run Golf Club, Okemo Mountain. Oh, Okemo Valley, Valley Golf Club, I got you. Yeah. Um, it's on the 100, top 100 list. All right. When 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 did this get posted to 100 list? Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, this is the, the thing about Vermont golf. Like, we played a couple places. Uh for john's bachelor party it's just mountain golf is hard dude Dude, so it's there's a reason so i selected hard. this specific golf course i snowboarded at okimo this past weekend and you drive down the main road to get to okimo and you take a left to go up the hill to okimo but if you look there on your right just like in the valley right there that's the golf course <laughs> so it's not like carved out of the mountain from what i could tell which made me a little bit more excited because I've played at Stratton before when I was younger and it was like 
I remember there was a hole that I was teeing off on. I'm like, if I miss left, it's just like, you can't even look for a ball. It's just Dude, your ball it, is gone. Like, yeah, we played Killington and then we played Green Mountain. I've heard um, Green Mountain. You were saying Green Mountain's like so hard. Like the cart girl has bigger tires on her cart than I've got <laughs> on Courtney's Civic. Like it, it, it was unbelievable. It probably yeah. cost more than Courtney's Civic too. Um, this thing was bad at like her. It wasn't a golf cart. It was like an ATV that was jacked up and it, like it was it was unbelievable. Um, but the golf was just so hard. Like yeah, everything was just like one ninety there like stop it because then you run out of fairway or go off of a yeah. cliff. It, like it, there's no it was it was rough it was rough um and they were super strict about booze up there like yeah running out to the golf cart being like did you take that out of your like yo calm down dude like the- i have you ever had i I'm, I'm just gonna tell you what happened when i was in it was maybe four or five years ago for our fantasy football league. We went in person to my buddy's house on the Cape. We were doing an in-person draft. We played golf. We literally had the cart girl drive past and somebody had a cooler in the back, took the cooler out of our cart, confiscated it from us. Confiscated. We I- And like, we weren't like, we weren't belligerent or right? we just had like some beers in the back and it was like, like she was like looking for it, like came by, grabbed it. And it's like, like, I don't even remember if they got it back at the end of the round. Oh hell that I I've I've never had that happen other than that one particular day. I was shocked. No, that's oh god. Oh god. Um that's that's bananas. Um that yeah, that's extreme. Okay, so we'll 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 get we'll get out to Vermont, but we'll we'll make sure those bastards. Yeah, it's I knew that was gonna be a lofty one. Let me ask you this though. Was there any courses on there that you wanted to pick that either that like you've played or that like only one of us has played and you couldn't pick it for that reason. No, I kind of just did a quick search of like top uh, courses in new England after I, okay. I, I thought of Crump and Fox to begin with. And I was like, Oh, top courses in new England. And I just kind of looked in the Massachusetts area and then yeah. I was like top courses in New York. And then like some of them were a bunch of them were private. And then I was like, Oh, all right. Trumpy. I was like, I get behind that, and then I was like, I figure it's not too far from you. Um, but New York's a big yeah. I think state. I'm like, I'm like two hours from Crump and Fox. I'm over three hours to Plymouth, Massachusetts. By the way, I have no idea where Plymouth, Massachusetts is. Plymouth, Mass is like South Shore of Boston. I'm pretty sure. Um, um, yeah, kind of like and almost th- going th- to the. These cave. are these are going to be bucket list items. Um, Oh yeah, for sure. But I, I guess what I'm saying, like Okemo is closer than Plymouth for, or Okemo for you is closer than Plymouth is for me. I guess is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I really you. wanted to that course I played last year with Jack Links at Union Vale. I really wanted to drop on the calendar. What? How far is Plymouth for you? Um, I don't know. I typed in TPC Boston first. Yeah, it's only an hour and thirty five minutes. Oh, nice. I wonder how far I am. What town is that in? Um. Oh yeah, two hours and forty minutes for me. Um, but I mean that's not terrible. I've, I would do it for the brand. Well, I mean it's TPC. If you don't want to go, you don't gotta go. Yeah. I mean that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Do you? Um. 
but yeah, no. either way, I'm excited for the, I'm excited. We got to have some good, good spots for the majors. That's, that's the only option. I also, I'd love to go back to Beth page, but I don't know if that, that's kind of like a, that's a trip in itself. It is an adventure and it's so tough to plan because you can't plan it. Yeah. I would, the bitch about going to Beth page is that you have to have to deal with New York city. And like, I just don't ever really care to do that. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I hate it. I, I mean, if I like went from my house in the morning, it would have taken me four hours, but I could go from Jack's and it takes like an hour and a half. But it... Right. Depending on traffic. Right. Um, and if there's traffic, it could be three hours still. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Jack and I were, we were pushing it. We were definitely pushing it. Um, all right, Kev, talk to me about your bets from the player for the players this week. Oh, okay. We, we, I can, we I can talk to ground. you about that. Let me, yeah, we definitely need to make up some ground. Um, I have um, I have Tommy Fleetwood to beat Corey Connors for the tournament. Do you want me to give you all three of mine? Yeah, go for it. I then have Billy Ho to beat Russell Henley for the tournament. And my final, uh, JT, top 20, plus 105. That seemed really good to me. Okay. Okay. He's won uh, there before. He can do it again. Um, all right. So I I'm feeling good about this, even though they're biased as fuck. So I like Keegan top 20 at plus 190. He's been playing great golf recently. And I think uh he could be a dark horse to win this week. You know, yep. I think he's plus or 50 to one. Keegan top 20 hasn't screwed you in the past. Yeah, no, definitely has. Um <laughs> Yeah, actually, it was Keegan top forty that screwed me. Um, oh. even, yeah, so I mean, even worse. Yeah, even you worse. know what I've noticed about Keegan lately? It seems like he has like a mediocre start, but he always seems like he kind of turns it on like late Saturday and on Sunday. Yeah, he's also good for um, like firing off four birdies in a row and then just like triple bogeying a hole. So like yeah. he doesn't gain much. Volatile, just, like drives me. Yeah, fucking crazy. Um. Yeah, so I went Keegan top 20 at plus 190. Woodland, going back to the fire, baby. Woodland top 40, plus 160. This okay. Of course, There's a course for him, I'm telling you. Um, okay. Keegan also, this is a course for Keegan. Keegan has never missed a cut here. Um, no way, really? Yeah, and which is not that common. This is a very volatile course, so watch. He'll miss the fucking cut this week. But um, And then lastly, I took... Uh, Denny McCarthy over Taylor Moore. Now, listen, McCarthy's just a better golfer. Okay. And that is just like a, a crazy bet. I love that. I just, I, it was minus 110. They were both minus 110. I was like, I see so much more value in McCarthy as long as okay. he doesn't WD, like he's certainly done in the past. But if he WDs, it, does it just get voided? It, if he WDs before the tournament starts, yes. All right, so don't WD McCarthy, you son of a bitch. Yeah, if somebody so, WDs after the tournament starts, it sound it seems like based off what happened to me two weeks ago, it will basically they would be the one that loses. All right, all right. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna get this grinded out. But Kevin and I are it's gonna be a hot turnaround this week. We went we were cold, ice cold last week. Last week was cold. The weather was cold. I burned a lot of wood. We went a combined over six. Yeah, not not, not 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 what the not what the brand is is looking for. Granted, no. we're not professional, you know, 
pick uh, golf sports betting gambler pickers guys. So, and the, uh, yes, that is the official title for those of you playing along at home. Uh, there's a comma in between each one of those words, too, by yeah. the way. Um, it's like Brian Ackley, comma, NBA. Um, can we get an update on where we are, mano y mano, just to keep keep everyone apprised? And so I'm apprised because I forget where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. So on the season, I have three. So we've done... This, we've done four weeks. We've each made 12 picks. I have three correct picks, um, eight incorrect picks, and one push. So I've got some work to do. Three, okay. eight, and one is where okay. is where I stand. Um, yeah. Kevin, on the other hand, is standing at a pretty decent six, five, and one. Okay. Um, and yeah, so he's he's three ahead of me um in the win column. So if he goes 0 and 3, I go 3 and 0. It'll be a boom, quick wash. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think I'm going to go 3 and 0. Kev will go 2 and 1. I'll probably pick one up. He might come with a push and get lucky. Um but uh are we doing we haven't discussed this maybe we did. We're not talking dead heat reductions. You don't get less points for uh JT. No, I mean, I think Love a win. I mean, at the end of the day, the only column that matters in this is the win column because it's yep. about who wins the most. Because we're agree. making the same amount of picks. So, um, and yeah. So um, not that we're really keeping track of this, but any anybody you really like to win this thing. Um, before you before you um answer that, I did want to share something I thought was pretty interesting that I heard. Um, since Tiger Woods won this event in two thousand, I believe, or two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. There have been 22 different winners of this event. The same person doesn't win again. Like, that's nuts. That's wild. That's crazy. That's wild and crazy kids. That um, is good to know. Uh, well, that's going to make my bet sound like an idiot bet then, because I was going to say JT. I like JT a lot. Well, Trent's got trend's got a chance, right? I use my plus 250 booster on him. And then I also like William Zalatoris. Okay. He's been striking the ball real well. No, I like yeah. both of those. Um, How about you? I So there's three guys I kind of like. Um, and two of them are a little longer, so I don't really feel bad about it. Um, yeah, I, I like Rom this week. I, I, I like Rom. Yeah. I don't want to bet Rory because I have him on my team and it was just, it hurt. It hurt. I mean, it was good to get the W, but I didn't cash that ticket. So, um, I, I like Rom to, to bounce back. He, he's not going to be like, oh, now I'm the worst player in the world, uh, after just cause I had a bad weekend yeah. at like, so negative makes him better. As opposed yeah, so, to the opposite. So I think uh Rom has a chat for a good week. Um I think Jason Day has a chance to have yeah, a good week. I like I that. And uh Keegan Bradley. Uh, I said it before, so I think he's at 50 to 1. I think Jason Day is at like 80 to 1. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean they're they're higher numbers, but yeah, throw a couple shekels on there. And you know, who Jason Day's been playing uh, like the best golf that, that he's been has played in years. I threw a, I actually threw a shekel on Keegan as well. Um, love that. The other, the other guy that we both love that I, that has some longer odds that I, um, I would like to see play well that could, if, if they're going to play well, they have potential to win any week is Sahith. What's he um, at? 60 to one. Okay. I might, I might have to dabble on that too. Gotta love my boy Sahith. I'll tell you, Kev, what's really great is look, and this is going to be a huge, I guess it's not humble. It's just literally bragging. Um, 
I was looking at the uh, you know the odds for the championship, and although I don't have like I've got I've got Rory on my team, he's always going to be at the top of the betting card um, in terms of odds. But then the next like ten guys, like I don't have those on my team. They're they're spread out throughout the league, and like yeah, that as the draft happened, like it was tough to for that to ha- happen. But then once you get out of like the top twelve players in the odds, I feel like my team really starts to stack up with Ricky Fowler, um, Keegan Bradley, and Sahith Thagala. Um, I really think I've got four guys that pack a punch in the top 20, um, and that's leaving out Tommy Fleetwood. Um, yeah. And- it's so- funny you say that because that's kind of how I feel about my team. Yes. Yes, guys. This is this is how you're supposed to feel about your team. Because like I have Victor Hovland, who's like my top 10 guy or whatever. I think but then I have Jordan Spieth, Shane Lowry. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, these guys are more fall off after that. But, like, Alex Noren, Wyndham Clark, and Adam Scott are all guys that, like, I mean, are like, more like top Adam four. Scott? Adam Scott. Adam Scott's been playing great call. Yeah, he has. So, dude, so has Shane Lowry. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and actually, Wyndham Clark has quietly been playing like very well. Like, basically, watch, he's gonna have a good tournament this week. Wyndham Clark is he, he yeah. hits the hell out of the ball. Uh, he, he's been playing really well lately, so yeah, no, I it's, it's funny you said that because that's how I feel. Like, I, I'm like, yeah, I'd like to have like two guys in the top 10, but realistically, with 11 guys in the league, and like, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, no, it's tough. Maybe like, one team will run into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it'll be fun. Uh, the players, the guy who wins wins like 4.5 million dollars that's a good problem biggest purse on tour right yeah um so that'll be exciting um i mean it's no live purse but whatever isn't it more than the live purse yeah the players i I thought the live guys got like ridiculous amounts of money i don't really know i don't i don't know i thought we were talking about live bread brian why would you bring it up yeah we're done with them fuck them um you know what I think I'm going to try to do this week? I'm going to play some virtual golf. Oh, nice. I, I would love to get out there. I actually just got or had a text before we started podcasting. I forgot to text Walls back. Um, got an invite to play virtual golf Friday night, but unfortunately not going to be able to make that. Have our uh, spring banquet for the Black Ledge Men's Club over uh, over at the, the Tavern on Friday night from 6 to 9. So gonna meet the new members um got 270 people in the men's league this year um so dude that's sickening that's too many people there was 275 last year i mean granted i only played in like i don't know between i I would say 10 tournaments at the most um do you have a certain number of tournaments you're required to play in to be able to like renew yeah five okay and i probably put yeah i definitely played more than 10 but I probably played in five by like June. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, you reminded me, I got an email from Stanley. I think Stanley's men's club is having their uh, banquet coming up shortly. It might even be the same night. You thinking about joining? No, not at all. But I got the, I still get the emails for some reason. It, sometimes it gets me feeling a little nostalgic, man. Like we had a lot of fun playing in the Stanley men's club. Um, and then I got another email, like probably an hour or two before we started recording. Apparently, Topstone is opening on Saturday, like for play. Or is there snow on the ground there now, or no? No, we don't have snow on the ground. But it's oh, cold. really? I mean, it, oh, we got like eight inches of snow the other day. Like we have snow all over the ground. So I was shocked to see that. 
Yeah, it's 37 degrees out right now. I mean, it's not. Well, if you want to get out on Saturday, Topstone will be open. 10 a.m., no tea times, first come, first serve. It's going to be like Hunger Games out there. Oh, my goodness. I can't. No, because no i i i can't I, the, the hackers are going to be out there i can't do it kev it's people are going to be camping out like people used to wait for yukon tickets it's gonna be wild yeah um but yeah i don't know i'll let you know i'll, I'll let you know what happens maybe i'll regroup the rest of my clubs um and i'll probably talk to you next week all right sounds good cool i'm kevin O'Coin. and i'm brian ackley this is life in the rough the podcast We appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Peace. There we go, Kev. (laughs) Yeah.